Falcons fans, welcome in. It is episode 24 and the final game review episode of the 2021 season. I'm John, your host, joined by my co-host, as always, Mike. What's going on, dude? Out of my falcon mind, what's going on, people? Uh, last game review of the season. Uh, big disappointment against the New Orleans Saints. Yeah. Yeah, sure was. Um, so just to give you guys an idea of what we're talking about on this episode, we are going to quickly touch on A.B. one more time because uh, – Got to get him. Some stuff happened after we after the last show that we got to just mm-hmm. touch on. Uh, we're going to just talk about quickly uh, the Chargers-Raiders game because that was some crazy shit there in mm-hmm. overtime. A uh, little bit of uh, college football. Um, the title game was last night, the national championship game. Yep. A little bit of thoughts on that. And then clearly, obviously, we're going to review the Saints game, uh, what went wrong. Not a whole lot went right, to be honest. Um, uh, then look at the kind of the end of the year stats um, for some players, some, uh, some you know, pretty crazy stats, to be honest. Just kind of blew me away as I was looking at them. Um, and then um, look at the 2022 schedule that came out. And uh, then we'll pre- preview, bleh, preview our next show on Friday. Now- now, hold on for a minute, sir. Now, I was not aware you actually have the next season schedule. I do. You got to let me know. I was well, I, I have the teams we're going to play. I don't have. The okay, teams, the teams we're going to play. Yeah. Oh, yes. You have to. Sh- are you sharing that with us today, oh, yeah. sir? Oh, yeah. Okay. Sure that is sure exciting. Exactly. And uh, Johnny Yates, uh, before we even get into anything, please mm-hmm. tell me if this is incorrect. Mm-hmm. Uh, somebody sent me a screenshot. Um, without the article, without a link for me to click, but the screenshot said Falcons extend Matt Ryan. Was that, is that true? Uh, unless it happened in the last five minutes, I have not seen that. That was incorrect. I've been deceived. I have been misled and led astray. Okay, somebody was somebody was messing with me. Okay, uh, I just so we're recording this. We're recording this at uh, about four forty-five on a Tuesday. I just got. I watched the uh, Arthur Smith and Terry Fontenot had a press conference earlier today, kind of to the end of the season, kind of wrap up questions yeah. from the media, that stuff. So I watched that. Um, so they didn't say anything about it. Um, they did ask him about Matt again. Um, I was going to get to this later in the show, but let's just hit it right now, actually, yeah. since, we're, since we're on the topic. Um, they asked about the extending Matt. And um, after the game, you know, uh, to, uh, Arthur, they asked Arthur, and he said, you know, they know we, Matt knows how we feel about him, but he, did, he said he didn't want to pin himself into a corner. So he wouldn't, he wouldn't 100% commit, which is smart. I mean, you don't know what's going to happen yeah. in the off field on the off season. You can't say that. Um, Matt said he wants to be with the team. Obviously he wants to stay, but he hasn't heard anything confirmation from that yeah. uh, mainly because he's going to be due 20 million more dollars next year than he got paid this year. So, yeah. I mean, clearly they're going to have to, you know, if he's going to be around, then they're going to have to extend him to make it just, I mean, tenable for us to actually go out there and sign players and make our mm-hmm. roster competitive. Um, the only other option is if somebody literally wants to pick up that entire salary, which I'm not sure if there's a team out there that wants to do that. Right. Um, and if we and and if they if they see that there's a quarterback maybe in this draft that they really feel like is going to be the next guy, because I don't. This is not a quarterback. I know you're not a big college dude, but this is not mm-hmm. a big quarterback like heavy draft. There's okay. a couple of guys I might be yeah. okay with, but I mean, I would rather honestly wait. To the next season because you're gonna have, I mean, you have some better guys coming out. Okay, yeah. okay. So, but anyway, um, they didn't give you a whole lot, man. I mean, I wouldn't expect I mean, they never do. I mean, like you know, they asked him about Calvin, and literally they said that a guy. I mean, I forgot who asked the question, but he said, "Is there any update?" And as 
you know, do you know, do you have a date that you need to hear something from Calvin to say like, okay, this is what we're going to do. And he, they said, um, no, nothing new to report and that they've just, they're going to support him like they have the entire season. Clearly they have to behind, they're not going to tell the media, but yeah. they've got to, to be I in was, contact with him to say I like, was, dude, you got to tell or give us something here. Oh, I was going to say, um, at this point, I think that was, that was believable one or two weeks that, but I'm sure they, they made him give a definitive answer at some point and they had serious conversations. So they know what's, if he's coming back or not, but they just won't say. Yeah, you'd think so. I mean, they've got, he's got another year left. He's due $11 mm -hmm. million. Dollars. Mm -hmm. So that's a big hit on the salary cap next year. I mean, if, if he's done, if he doesn't want to be here, which I have no, none of us know, um, yeah. Then, yeah. then yeah, trade him. Um, if he, if he does and he, and he's better and he thinks he can, because obviously he's an asset to the team. I mean, we clearly mm -hmm. missed him all year long. Yes. Um, so, you know, I mean, who knows? This is going to be um, a wait and see, I guess. This but, is going to be a, a interesting, this is going to be an interesting offseason seeing if we get Matt and Calvin and oh, we're, like, yeah. who they resign and who they get on free agency like this, who, who they yeah. draft. This yeah, is going to be interesting. It's the first offseason of the new regime, really. So, yeah, yeah, that, that they can really sink their teeth into and kind yeah. of because you look at it, man. We've got 31 players under contract for next year. Well, 33 now. We signed two new guys, uh, which we'll I'll, I'll mention later in the show. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, 31. I mean, that's it. I mean, we had so many guys on one year contracts, you know, and I mean that's we're gonna have to figure out, you know. I mean, I, I was looking at spot track on online, they're projecting that Cordell is gonna get uh, and this is just Again, they're they're normally pretty in the ballpark, but they're projecting he's going to get somewhere in the range of two years, eighteen million dollars. Okay, pretty stiff. I mean, he's making three million this year. Yeah, um, he wants to stay in Atlanta. He said that. You know, his cleats. I think said, "Why not retire in Atlanta or something like that?" Yeah, you know. So I'm gonna be honest. I think that he is. Uh, I think this is. I think he has a blast within the city, just going out and stuff. Yeah. And I think he never got love like this from any fan base. Um, so. And I just, I would like him to get the money, to be honest. I just hope that he, um, he's not one of those dudes that, like, I think you pointed out, I think that was you that pointed out, every time a running back get the money, you know, he's never the same, you know? Yeah. So I just hope that doesn't happen to him. I think the only difference with him is he doesn't have, even though, I mean, he, he's been a special teams player most of his career, so there's not yeah, a lot he don't of have a mileage. Yeah. Yeah, he, yeah, you're right, you're right. And, but he is a little, you know, he's not a young cat either. So, um, and, and he, and his production did fall off, you know, yeah. and, and that, that, that's, that's a combination of, I think teams figuring him out yeah. and figuring out, figuring out that we don't have very many options. I was so going to say they're going to key, key yeah. in on him and Pitts, yeah. you know, or whatever, but that's, you know, that's just kind of what happened with him. I, I, I would like to see him back too. I don't know, um, you know, if it, if it works out, I mean, he's, you know, obviously, important to what Arthur was doing here. And he, and he's credited Arthur because he said, you know, he said most guys and teams have only seen me as a special teams player, you know, mm -hmm. and Arthur has been the first guy to give him a real opportunity at running back or wide mm -hmm. receiver or both, yeah. you know, and we'll get to his stats in a little bit um, after, at close to the end of the show. Cause yeah, there, I mean, our offense wasn't nothing this year, but I mean, you know, he, he was a lot of it. I mean, to be honest, I mean, yeah, him, I mean him and Kyle was, was a lot of it. I mean, yeah, yeah. I'm going to be honest, whatever vehicle, a toy we rode in, he was the batteries, bro. He was the yeah. batteries for, yeah. that's what he was all year. So I can never, even if he's not back with us, um, I, I don't even want to imagine what our record would be if he's not on our team this year. Yeah. 
Yeah. And then uh, the other big uh, guys, free agents, obviously, is uh, Luakon. He led the league in tackles this year. Uh, he's probably played himself into a pretty decent contract. I was yes. looking um, pro football focus back in December, projected that he would probably get somewhere in the range of three years, $22 million, somewhere. Yes. Yeah. You know, that sounds great. I'd take him right now for three years, $22 million. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Um, Leading the league in tackles. Yeah. Yes. And I mean, the effort, he's, 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 he's Grady for the linebackers. The effort's always hit, there. Yep. I yeah. mean, like there's not questioning any effort there. He's making, you know, he's smart guy. He's, 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 you know, he, he plays his ass off every week. So I think you compliment him with some better linebackers around him. Cause we're going to, we're going to get on some linebackers in a little bit or a particular linebacker in a little bit, but, um, yeah, I'm finna drag somebody. I'm but, telling uh, you it's coming ladies and gents. Man. Uh, but, uh, yeah, so uh, this is like, like, I mean, I, and I tweeted out, you know, a few things cause people are, of course, right after the season's over, they're, they're tweeting out their draft projections and free agency and everything. Mm -hmm. And we just got, dude, there's so many moving parts. We don't know. I mean, you, you got to decide. No, that's, that's very true. I mean. It's too one, many to go because you don't even know if we, if he couldn't guarantee the quarterback, then I feel like everybody's up for grabs except Kyle Pitts and, and uh, Grady. Yeah. I'm going to be honest. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah, and so I mean, and, and Grady, I'll be—I mean, Grady's a big cap hit, and I don't think they they would try to trade him. Um, yeah. But I really don't know, man. I mean, like I said, I don't know so, what they're doing. I think they're keeping yeah. uh, uh, Pitts, Grady, and AJ. I think if if mm -hmm. Matt is up for, I think everybody else is on the chopping block. Mm -hmm. So it'll be interesting because, like I said, when you get hired and kind of things are already in place, I give you one. So I say this is their first real off season that they can. They are in total and complete control. So I'm, I'm with it. I'm with yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, like I said, there, there wasn't a whole lot of uh, my groundbreaking news from that press conference. It was more or less, I guess, I think, just to appease the media. But um, like one dude asked him, "What do they look for in a pass rusher?" And I was thinking, I mean, to get to the quarterback. I mean, like, yeah. I don't know. I mean, like, what do you, you mean? Like, you got to find. I mean, it, but did Dean Pease talk? No, it was just Arthur and uh, ah, because he's yeah. gonna say some funny. Shit. I was hoping you have a, like a funny clip. I know no, he was gonna I mean, say some funny shit at the years end. Like we sucked, but we get better or some. No, Josh Kendall did an uh, article at the end of the after the last game, um, and he writes for the Athletic. And they did ask Bees. Um, he said the thing we really have to develop before next year is the ability to rush the passer and not always have to pressure to do it. Um, number two is to be able to play man coverage better in the back end. First year defensive coordinator DMP said, and those two things that we. Uh, really have to develop before next year. Those have to get better. Yeah, the pass rush for sure. Because um, I'm gonna tell you, I thought that was excellent. I thought that was spot on. Um, the the pass rush man. So we had 17 sacks this season. That is the fewest in the NFL since they began tracking sacks back in the year that we were born. Hey man, that is uh, that is embarrassing. I'm not even being funny. I wouldn't. That's embarrassing. And I'm gonna tell you. Uh, We'll get into it later, but and for those that don't uh, know, that's 1982. That's how long it's yes. been. 1982. Um, uh, every other team in the league had at least 29. Our leading sack getter was so, Deontay Fowler at four and a half, and Jay, and he, Jay Watt had four in one game and, a few weeks ago. Yeah, and man, that is uh, I'm speechless at that. I just feel like uh, that is it. We're gonna get into it into it later, but. If y'all watched the Saints game, that was to watch those quarterbacks bounce around and look around and go left, look to the right, to, and watch average talent tear you to shreds. Uh, 
John, who's the quarterback that I really dislike from the Carolina Panthers? Who? Oh, Sam Donald. Sam Donald. Like, yeah. to watch that level of talent, Sam Donald has never been good any way he went. Mm-hmm. To watch uh, Taysom Hill and Sam Donald. Offense, I mean, no Trevor Simeon, man. I mean, no like, Trevor Simeon. I'm going to tell you, I Trevor Simeon looked amazing, and Trevor Simeon is an <laughs> average talent. He looked, he was throwing, he looked very, very well, very good. And that's against the Falcons because you can make every, you're not at all in fear of getting hit. Oh, it's, it's just like a practice man. drill almost. It's almost like a practice drill where you don't, you know, in practice, how they really don't hit the quarterback. Yeah. It's almost like that. Like, I'm probably not going to get hit, so I can just right. take my time. Yeah. MPs also said, he said, this is not an easy system that they are learning. We have made a lot of growth, and I'm expecting that going into the next year, the growth will really pay off for us. You take your lumps sometimes learning the system. I've seen big strides early in the season. It seemed like whatever you called, there's a guy making a mistake somewhere, whereas now there are a lot of calls where nobody's making a mistake and we're making some plays. And I do agree with that because we talked about it earlier in the season. The turnovers were messing up all yeah. the time when it was and it was just a lot of it was the back in the secondary just not right. communicating or just you know just not getting it so I, I agree with that I mean I think you know they did see some improvement um in some areas I mean like I said the pass rush though I mean it's it's, it's frustrating as hell to watch Grady in there go a hundred miles a minute every play yeah get double teamed and still yeah. make plays yeah I mean like I just uh, I just man I just I really wish we could get somebody next to him and get some edge rushers that could actually. I'm going to be honest, uh, with his conditioning to go against double teams, uh, he would be less tired and even more effective in the second half if you had somebody on the line with him. Mm -hmm. He'd be even more powerful in the second half if he wasn't facing double teams a lot of the time. Yep. Yeah, for sure. My man, too. Love you, Grady. Yep. And I um, mean, just going back to Matt, like, you know, like I said, he said he, he did want to stay for sure. And they asked, they told him about the stats, you know, and he said that the statistical stuff is very nice. I'm proud of it. But at the same time, I really care about winning and wanting to play in the playoffs and making a push to win a championship, uh, which is, you know, what you expect Matt to say. He's not going to say anything else remotely mm-hmm. close to, uh, you know, bragging on mm-hmm. himself. That's not what he does. Mm-hmm. But uh, I, I, I'm going to be honest, man. I really do think that it would mean the world to Matt Ryan to bring a championship, not only to himself, but even more to the island, like do it here. I think he want to do it here. Oh, man. I think I mean, it means the think, world I think, to bring it here. Yeah, I think that would vindicate everything for him. Yeah. I mean, somehow he's been able to put the Super Bowl behind him. And I don't I mean, I don't, I can't even do that. So, I mean, and I didn't, mm-hmm. I'm not even, you know, I can't imagine being the quarterback in it, you know, and, and, mm-hmm. but it's, and uh, I want to say like, like, man, he got to hear that shit. You know how, hey, man, like, you know this because you listen to the sports shows and everything, but literally every game, about half the fan base turn on Matt, even if we win. And, you know, they drag him for – and we lose about 60% of Atlanta Falcon fans. Every game we lose, they – Matt Ryan need to go. He holding us back and all that. So, um uh, I wanted to say this, man. I have a note. I I really made a note. I just want to let's get this part out of the show. I'm gonna do this real early in the show. Um, this could very well be his last season with us. Uh, and I really was I was watching him play the against the Saints, and it was fucking emotional because <laughs> I was, I knew I was I was like maybe like this is it. And uh, Matt, I thought about the 
a few weeks ago, we was really, really hard on Matt. Like, you know, mm-hmm. and uh, and I apologize for that. But I and I and I wanted to amend that today too and say this. Uh, what Matt Ryan did with that line, I I had I'm not gonna. I have no complaints again. Matt Ryan made a few bad passes that Matt Ryan did some dumb shit uh, a few times in the season, but even that was a result of now I'm I'm almost out of my mind because I'm getting hit so much and I'm getting pressure so much. I got to get this ball out of my hand. Mm-hmm. So I'm not even, I hold Matt Ryan not. Matt Ryan had an excellent season for that line he had. Uh, the Hayden Hurst pass. T- did you see the Hayden Hurst yeah. pass? Yeah. Like Perfect. Matt Ryan is the truth, man. I love you, buddy. You're my favorite player. I love you. You're my bromance. I love you, buddy. I wish you the best of luck. I hope you stay. I want you to get a ring, but I want you to get a ring here even more. Uh, and I just wanted to say that overall, Matt Ryan's the stats might not be overwhelming this year because of the situation, but really look at we would not have our record this year without Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan came through for us this year and got his ass kicked. Matt Ryan got to be like, thank God the season is over. I know he hurt and it's something we don't know about. He getting hit too many times. There's like, no you way. Know it's, yeah. Yeah. Man, I'm sure shit all over him bruised and, you yeah. know, messed up. So I just wanted to say thank you, Matt Ryan, man, for giving us another one in the midst of a shit team, man. I love you to death, buddy. I have nothing bad to say about you. Please come back. <laughs> I'm glad you said that because um, I don't know if you saw the tweet I put out yeah, a few days ago from our account. It was, and, and oh, I, it was, I loved it. I, man, I loved it. I loved okay. it. So I'm just going to, for any of you that didn't read it or doesn't follow us, if you don't follow us, go follow us at Audi yeah, or yeah, yeah, I loved it. Um, because like you said, and I see it all the time on Twitter and like, you know, like we've talked about before, Twitter is like, you know, three quarters assholes you know yeah. that's what it is you know yeah. um so but the the, the there's I, there's three different sections of of uh maybe even four i don't know of of matt ryan uh fans or whatever you want to call it so there's right. the, there's the unconditional love section mm-hmm. right? <laughs> mike mike yeah. is the president of that uh the right I, I, i'm the ceo i'm the founder <laughs> right um that you know but i mean you yeah. whatever you want to call it, Matt Ryan defender, like whatever yeah. you're, you know, you're going to stick up for no matter what. Yeah. Then there's the, 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 the part of the, the fan base that we're going to support him mm-hmm. and you're probably in the middle, but you're going to hold him accountable. No, that's fact. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. Know, you're not, you're not going to, you don't have the complete blinders on. No, no. Yeah. Like, yeah. You know, when he makes mistakes and you know, you're going to call him. Yeah. So, then there's a third that is just thinks. But like, he okay. is an ornament. On, he is an ornament on my Christmas tree yeah. simultaneously. Right. So maybe. And then, and then there's a third section that that just thinks, okay, believes that Matt's not the right quarterback for our team going forward. They want to make a change. That's fine. That, okay. If that's your opinion and yep. that's what you see, I got no problem with that. If you're just basing it off the play alone, right? That you see something different for our team, maybe, cool. maybe, right? Very everybody, true. Everybody, everybody that, that's fine. Then and there's I the fourth, that. right? Then there's the fourth and worst section, and that's just a flat out hate for him, like yeah. visceral fucking hate for the man. Yes, that I cannot yes. get my head around. Like it pisses me off yes. to even talk yes. about it. Yes, like, and I tweeted, I was like, the man does insane amount of work for the Children's Hospital in Atlanta. Insane, and he has put his body on the line every single year, most of the time behind shitty lines, just like yes. this year. He doesn't complain. He does not throw them under the bus. Yes, he compliments. Never. Them. He says they're getting better. He like yes. he tries to build them up for <laughs> yes. Christ's sake when he shouldn't. Yep. 
Yep. So I don't get like, and he, and like I said in the tweet, he's the first one to deflect any praise he gets yep. to his teammates. Every single time. Listen to Johnny Yates. Please but, continue, sir. But he will, and if he, and if he, and if the team fails, he puts it on himself. So I got to be time. better or we got to yep. be better. But he'll start with, I got to be better. Yep. So as a person, I don't understand, like he's doing what physic physically, there's only so much he can do. He's yes. not Michael Vick. He can't run all the damn place. Right. <laughs> I mean, like he knows that. Yes. So like it's like he there he's physically limited to what he can do. He's 36 years old. Mm -hmm. I mean, his arm strength is what it is. He's he's never had a noodle arm. I thought that's just just a, I mean, if yeah. you watch some of the plays and throws he's made in the past. Yeah. I mean, like yeah. there was some online. I mean, and you can just go YouTube. I mean, there's some 60 yarders yeah. in the air, some 60 fighters in the air. Yeah. And there's, I mean, yeah. now you can you can nitpick anywhere you want. But like I said, yeah. just the 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 hate man, I don't get it. Like those people can fuck off and go like somebody else. And I mean, man, I'm a you're not a Falcons fan. You're not a Falcons fan. Not a and 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 you're not even a fan of good human beings. That's the fucked up part. <laughs> and yeah. I'm gonna tell you, I young. I read that shit about three times because I was just, my smile wouldn't go away because I felt like somebody needed to say that. I'm glad you said it. Uh, like you said, like, man, even if uh, the 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 man is a person, is a great person, man, how can you not like Matt Ryan? Like, who doesn't like vanilla wafers? Like, how can you be mad? <laughs> like, who would, it's not even like, he's calm, he's cool, his name right. is Maddie Ice and, um, just a really great dude. And again, I just want to say this. What you want from your quarterback, uh, even more than the play on the field, is he's he's almost a logo for your team for his entire tenure. Um, you he's the person that you think of when you're buying tickets and buying jerseys, and he's on the commercials most likely. Yeah, he's on the merchandise most likely. Um, uh, you want that dude to be a class act. You want that person to have class and have dignity and have confidence and be um, a, like a great role model for children and be great when they interact with children and people who are uh, under them socially, mm -hmm. uh, if you want to say that. And nobody in the fucking league does that better than Matt. Name me the scandal. In 14 years, name me the scandal or when he cheated Anything. on his wife or was Anything on TV. Or was on when he said when he said the N word when he when he was when he said something. Name me the thing. With name me the teammate that has come out that's former his team that's his former teammate that said one thing bad about Matt Ryan. Yep. You've never heard. You've never heard a chick. No one has ever said. All the coaches respect him. It 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 make my body tingle when they say future Hall of Famer Matt Ryan. Yeah. <laughs> that shit. Because every time they regard him, they say future Hall of Famer Matt Ryan. The yeah. man that class and that dignity. That man, even when the way he dressed afterwards. And like John said, man, I watched Peyton Manning have an attitude so many times. We had protection issues. We had protection. That's kind of throwing your people under the bus. Matt Ryan to say he did it, knowing he had a great game and they played like shit. Yeah. He'll say he need to do better. And in his his mind, he need to throw for 450 and five touchdowns. He never gonna say, man, I I'm just I'm just really man disappointed and in the line in a way that he never done that in his whole career. Name the, the time where his like emotions got out of hand and you felt like he he was kind of being Antonio Brown or just he threw something just class act all the way i have nothing bad to say about the dude man yep. uh, but like john had a great point 
we understand like the levels because you might not be, he's not the most sexy pick as a quarterback. He don't throw them exciting throws. He don't got, he's not fast. He don't do spin moves and shit. So I understand somebody viewing this and saying, man, he ain't all that. I totally, and we don't be winning. I get it. But when I'm, but John got the greatest point. The act, the hate or is like the man, you know, the man ain't sorry. So that's off the table. And the man is a great human being. So that's off the table. So what is it? Yeah, exactly. That's why I said it's, it's more of a reflection of yourself at that point than Facts. anything to do with anything else. Facts. So, but um, yeah, so I just had to get off on that rant. That was our Matt Ryan segment. I had, we had to do that for the end of the season. We love you, buddy. I hope yeah. you come back. You are amazing as a human and as a representation of the Atlanta Falcons the whole time you've been here, especially after Michael Vick. Thank you. Yep. And I mean, we've definitely got to, uh, if he is, which I do think he'll be back next year for sure. Who oh, knows about so happy. I cannot, who, who I knows can't. about 23, but I mean, I would, yeah. I would, I'd put a hefty bet that he's our quarterback next year. That'd be but, dope. but that being the case, we have to improve the O line. I mean, we just, yeah, he, yeah. because of the limitations he has as a runner. Yep. I mean, we can't protect mm -hmm. him with that. Like he has to have a pocket. Like he can yep. get outside a little bit, but he's not a runner. I mean, no. he's just not. So mm -hmm. I mean, like we're, you know, we'll get into some of the um, stats on the offensive line later. I mean, there's a really good one and there's a, some really bad ones, but um, you gotta hear this. Overall, we gotta we just gotta improve it. We mm -hmm. just we, if that's if that's the case. And I mean, we're not. John wrong. got man. John got the goodies. John got the 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 years, the the season stats, the the teams we play next year, and the coaches wrap up. That's right. Let's get it, Johnny. H. All right, all right. So we totally just jacked up our script and kind of went in reverse a little bit. We That's did. fine because you we know did. what? We can do that. We That's fine. We, we can do it. Um, so to jump back right back uh, to real, to AB real quick. So this dude, so we had a debate on the last show kind of with Chris about whether or not uh, A, he's a dickhead or two, <laughs> he needs help. Okay. Uh, and Chris, you know, thought that he kind of needed help a lot what other people do. You're born on the line, so he's a dickhead. And I just don't really know. I'm kind of like I'm the one on yeah. the fence. I'm not on the fence anymore. I think he's a dickhead because <laughs> the only, the biggest thing was, man, if y'all haven't seen the interview, and I'm sure you have, I mean, the dude is going to drag Brady after the man helps him get on the team. And he started saying, well, Brady's my boy. Why am I making this, uh, this check or whatever? I'm like, dude, that's on you, brother. Mm -hmm. that's, that's why you're making that, that money. Yeah. No, that's, not, that's not Tom's fault. He ain't your agent. Mm -hmm. Uh, you wouldn't be playing in the league at all, no matter what your check was, if it wasn't for Tom Brady. Man, uh, I'm going to tell you something. Without even getting into that, because like I said, if it's, if it's a legend, I don't know. I don't like to even accuse nobody of nothing. Yeah. I'll say this. That dude was tied to some pretty serious stuff and some pretty nasty stuff, some pretty wild stuff. Yeah. The whole league got away from you. Mm -hmm. One person vouched for you in the entire, and none of your other teammates was by your side. It was it was Tom Brady and Deion Sanders was your friends, man. And Tom invited you into his house with uh, his friend, Bruce Arians didn't want you. Tom Brady vouched to Bruce Arians for you, man, to invite a man around your children, to, to invite a man around your children and then have him go and say anything bad about you man, fuck you. And you go to hell. That's, that's, so like I said, I don't mean to speak down on uh mental illness. If that man got it, by all means, go get some help. 
But what I'm saying is when you are perfectly sane in certain situations, then you just be, I don't see the crazy. He's not, he, he's not uh, putting uh, fruit loops up his fucking nose. He being a dickhead. Yeah. You feel me? So yeah, you say shit that an asshole would say. That don't mean you mentally ill. That, that, that's mean you might be an asshole. Until you do some mentally ill shit, I'm going to say you're an asshole. And that, to throw your, your friend under your bus after it. Man, yeah. Yeah. people it, get it, away. It, people get away from you when you accuse the certain stuff. Yeah. And for that's a friend to stand by you. That's a friend, man. You shouldn't do that. Yeah, and if he gets, I mean, look, if it comes out, he gets diagnosed with something bad, and he's, you know, I apologize and for more, sure. Yes, hundred percent. We, we will eat our words, yes. but yes. just on the surface, this kind of looks like he's an asshole. <laughs> you heard it here first. I don't. I mean, on the surface. Now I'm not a doctor. On the exactly. surface. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So. Um, and then real quick, man, the, uh, <laughs> the Chargers Raiders game, man. So yeah, it goes into overtime They're night. If, if, if there's a tie, both teams make the playoffs and I'm sure everybody's seen it by now, but, uh, Raiders run the ball twice near the end of the, in, 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 near the end of overtime, looking like they're going to just run out the clock, you know, and just get it down in time. We just go home and happy. Everybody goes home as in playoffs. And then Brandon Staley, the uh, Chargers head coach calls a timeout on third. Mm -hmm. And everybody, including Collinsworth and uh, Michaels, are like, man, like they didn't even understand why. Well, what are you doing? It looks like they're trying to bleed the clock down here. Mm -hmm. um, and then they run the next play with Josh Jacobs, makes a pretty good run, gets in the field goal range. Okay, kick a field goal, game over. Chargers go home. And then we got to answer those questions, or Staley's got to answer those questions of, well, why did you call a timeout? His answer was, I wanted to get the right personnel on the field because I thought they were going to run. No shit, they're going to run. That's what they've been doing. It looks like they're trying to run down the clock. What are you doing? You just cost your team a chance to go to the playoffs. I'm going to ask you something, John. Uh, in your wildest uh, creative brain, what do you think the logic was? that he? Do you think he was telling the truth that he was trying to get personnel or you think he I was guess, doing something else? I guess, but you can't. I mean, like they even asked the Raiders coach after the game was, hey, man, did, you know, we all talking about kneeling or just running out the clock if you got a first down he said yeah we discussed it but then he called a timeout and so we thought okay well maybe we should go and try to you know win the game at this point because i mean so, you know, so you're saying he cost his team a playoff spot from calling a, a potentially erratic yeah. timeout <laughs> yeah what was now what yeah that was a that was i'm gonna be honest uh i've seen three moves by coaches uh, that this stuck in my head, and it was Dan Quinn losing us the Super Bowl. Uh, that call you just said, and um, the Pete Carroll throw on the goal line. Oh, yeah, God, yeah. Man, Wait, I, I, think, I think certain shit should get you fired. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I don't care what certain shit. When you buckle under certain event, when you here's what I say about Kyle Shanahan. All I wanted. I'm a very forgiving person. All I need to know, I don't have to agree with your logic. That's the type of person I am. We do not have to agree on as long as I understand you're following a line of logic, I'll respect it. Mm -hmm. I just wanted Dan Quinn to follow. I wanted to follow his line and say, okay, well, I see what he's saying. It didn't work, but I see where he was going. Right. I like when I like to hear explanation. And that shit you just said, I don't want. I would love, how's he not fired? What's the explanation? I personnel for a run? 
What do you need? <laughs> I mean, 11 guys should be able to stop it, right? Yeah, I mean, 11 even, football even, players even, should be able to stop a run. But, I mean, uh, yeah, I mean, the, and, and you could see players talking, like Chargers players talking to Raiders players after the game. And there's a few shots of them saying, like, you know, we all we all going to, you know, kneel, y'all around the clock. And then Raiders like, yeah, we're going to. And it's just like the look on, I mean, particularly Austin Eckler, look on his face after talking to one of the guys. was just like, you got to be kidding me. Be honest. You, know? you got to hate your coach after that. Yeah. Secretly. Yeah. But I mean, and, but, you know, like we, you and I talked about briefly. I mean, that's a, that's a rivalry. That'd be like us mm-hmm. uh, just giving in to the Saints and saying, yeah. okay, look, let's both make the play. Fuck no. Yeah. I want, I yeah. want to beat the Saints and let yep. them go home. And yep. we, that, that's so for the Raiders fans. I mean, I'd have been not pissed, but I'd have been, well, I don't know. I might've been pissed. I might've been, if, <laughs> if they were, if they didn't go for like, you know, the win when they yeah. had the opportunity to. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So that, that was just a little tidbit there. And then, uh, finally, on to the national championship game, man. Last night, uh, so everybody tell us about it, Johnny Yates. Tell us about it. Everybody knows I'm an Alabama fan, and okay. uh, they lost. Obviously, everybody knows that by now. Um, but you know, like I said last week with with Chris, um, I thought you know I projected we would win a close game, a one score game, um, but it would not surprise me at all if Georgia won because what I, the team I saw in the national championship or then the SEC championship game from Georgia was not the team that I watched all play all year long. Okay. Because that defense uh, is special. Yeah, that, especially that, that front seven is a special group of guys. Okay. And, and I just felt like after they got beat the way they did in the SEC championship game, uh, if they kept it close in the first half into the third quarter, that they were not going to let up. I mean, they just – they okay. had that – to me, it just, they just had that feel like okay. it was just going to be – so I wasn't very confident. You could ask Chris. Chris and I were texting, and I'm, I mean, he'll just tell you I'm always negative with it. But, I mean, <laughs> I, I just – you know, I just – you know, there were some plays that went our way, and then, um, you know, I mean, Bryce had a couple of uncharacteristic throws – for interceptions, but, you know, we did lose uh, Jameson Williams went down, uh, looked like an ACL, but he went down early in the game. Mm. Um, You know, and I saw some guys tweet, you know, online, like, well, you know, Alabama didn't have the number one and two out receiver. They're missing their top two corners. That's all true. But all these guys are on scholarship. They're all four and five star guys. Got to step up. Somebody's got to step up. It's the national championship. Yeah. 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 And so, and I mean, you know, uh, there were some plays that should have been made that weren't. So, I mean, I'm not going to get into a lot of it, but I mean, congratulations to Georgia. Congratulations to Georgia fans, because I have a lot of friends that are Georgia fans that have been just suffering. It's basically like being a Falcons fan pretty much. I mean, to be honest, I mean, they've been suffering for a long time. The last time that do the last time they won a national championship, the Rubik's cube had just been invented a few months prior. Damn. That's like back to the future time. 41 years, man. Yeah. Man, that's so dope. I think that uh, to have, well, not in the same year, but the same sports year, uh, the Braves and Georgia winning. You know, that's kind of yeah. kind of. It is cool. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like I said, it's not the outcome I wanted um, at all. But like I said, I mean, if I'm gonna, if we're gonna lose it, uh, I'm just fine. I mean, with not fine, but I mean, I'd rather lose it to somebody like Kirby and yeah. Georgia than to like Ohio State or some other. So you know. let me ask you a question. Um, at what point was there a point at the game? No, okay, I'm sure it was. At what point during that game did you realize like this is this is probably gonna get away from this is probably gonna go the other way? Like, did you have a feeling at some point like now this like nothing's working? This well, um, it was nine to six at halftime, so it was a big defensive type battle. We had some opportunities in the um, red zone, did not capitalize on their defense stepped up. Um, play calling, I thought was 
okay. Um, Bill O'Brien's been up and down all year. He's for the most part been good. There's been some situations that he just shaky. I mean, I just, you know, don't know what the hell he's thinking, but mm-hmm. um, the second half we went up um, by five, I think it was 18 to 12, I believe. Um, or yeah, I think maybe 18. What was it? I remember. Anyway, we went up uh, uh, by basically one score mm-hmm. and the very next possession I mean, we couldn't stop them, uh, had an offsides and, and Stetson Bennett threw a long pass for a touchdown. So, you know, the, 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 it was a free play and he threw it. And, uh, and then and, and to, to, to Stetson's credit, because Chris talked about that too on the last show, for, for Georgia to win, Stetson needed to have a really good game. Like, he did say that. Like a really good game. He and, did and say the defense, that. Defense had to pressure Bryce because they didn't do that at all on the SEC championship. Both those things happened. Stetson had a good game. He he made the throws. He didn't have a great game. He you know mm-hmm. you could tell he was definitely nervous and getting knocked around a little bit. But um, man, he made the throws we needed to make them. I mean, and to be a walk on, uh, you yeah. know, and, and to do. I mean, I've never. That's fantastic, man. I mean, congratulations to him. But uh, what yeah. uh, what stars did you see? Was this any stars in the stadium? Did you did they pan to? Was it famous? Oh, yeah, I mean, both side, both sidelines had, you know, the former players there. Ah, that's – damn, that's so dope. Yeah, that's yeah. so dope. A lot, a lot of that's former players cool. on both sidelines, yeah. So, ah, that's pretty cool. Um, so, like I said, man, I mean, I, I'm happy for all my Georgia friends because, like I said, they've just been dying for this to happen for so long. Yeah. You know, and uh, so – and it's, you know, we'll be right back there next year, man. I mean, Georgia's yeah. going to be good. Alabama's going to be good. You know, so it's going to be – you know, Bryce Young will be back for his – probably his last year, I'd assume – John's um, energy uh, right now is of the opposing coach that just lost the Super Bowl. It really is. It really is. I'm yeah. Hey, you know I got to give him the credit, but uh, we're going to be back next year. It really is. I got. I mean, that's <laughs> the way it is. But man, watching. But look, man, watching. Uh, if you get a chance to watch it, go back and look. Watch it on you. Watch Will Anderson and Christian Harris, man. Like with the two guys, Will Will Anderson, we talked about on the previous show. Um, okay. he's going to be a top three pick next year. No, this guy, he's got one more year left. Well, actually he's got two. He'll probably come out after next year. Is he the cornerback you was telling me about? He, no, he's a pass rusher. Pass rusher. And oh, okay. he is a special dude, man. Like, okay. I mean, he like, he's going to be a top three pick for somebody. Like I would Will Anderson. Okay. love to see his ass wearing red and black yeah. um, for us, the Falcons. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, and then, uh, Christian Harris is actually – I did a mock draft. I actually had him – I picked him up. I'll, we'll get into that later on, but another show, actually, But because uh, we've got plenty of time to talk about mock drafts. Yes. But, um, I mean, they, they couldn't they couldn't find much of an answer for both those guys. I mean, they were just in the backfield making plays, making tackles. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so, yeah, there's there was – but in the same sense, man, I mean, those linebackers for Georgia so fast, so – I mean, mm-hmm. just impressive, man. I mean, just – I mean, both – like like Chris said, there's a lot of guys playing on Sunday on both those teams. Did big Jordan Davis have a good game or did he, he not did. He got in the backfield a few times, made some he plays. Did. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he wasn't he wasn't the star of the show, but, I mean, yeah. he, you know, he did. Definitely, he did. definitely a big part of that defensive line for sure. Ah, that's dope. But, yeah. So, anyway, like I said, congratulations, UGA, and looking forward to next season seeing what's, uh, what's going to happen there. So, on to the – Crappy Saints review. Yeah, that's that's our uh, that's our high dollar <laughs> special effects that we do. Yeah, that's, that's the soundboard we got. We do yeah, our that's own. The, that's the soundboard, ladies and gentlemen. Donate, please. <laughs> what a budget. Yeah, right. All right. So, but going into the game, uh, 
we found out that Jalen Mayfield was going to be out of the game with an injury, which I thought I, I kept I kept my mouth shut because they said his, uh, on Twitter that was you know reported that he had a low low back or something like that, and I was thinking mm-hmm. to myself, yeah, no shit, his back hurts. He's been fucking yeah. getting thrown backwards yeah. all all year. Yep, but I didn't say anything. Um, and then, you know, we found out Pitts was going to play, um, probably not full strength because, you know, he had the hamstring injury in the previous game against the mm-hmm. uh, against the, Buff- the Bills. So Colby Gossett played in place of Mayfield. And, uh, you know, I was tweeting with some guys online. And, uh, you know, one guy was like, you know, so happy that Mayfield's not starting. And I was like, well, you know, the bar is pretty low. So, I mean, like, it's – I mean, why not see what you got there at that mm-hmm. point? Uh, bad thing is Colby – and you think about it, though – if the dude, if Mayfield's still starting, then the guy below him. Yeah. There's a reason that's still the case. Yes. And yes. he was not much better than no. Mayfield. So it didn't didn't really matter. Um, I mean, dude, other than the I mean, the turnovers, the back-to-back possessions with the turnovers, mm, that's back-to-back killer. plays. That's killer. Yep. Yep. Killer. I mean, kills all moment. The the team dies after that. The team energy is like. We probably gonna lose. Yeah, yeah, um, dude, McGarry. I'm done with McGarry, man. Hey, I'm done. I'm, I'm. Hey, so you always said Mayfield, Mayfield, Mayfield. I'm gonna tell you what I tried not to say is, uh, I was always done with both of. I, McGarry has glimpses. That's the only difference. That's right. And I'm gonna be honest. Is I don't. I can't. Uh, on the offensive line, you can't have mostly glimpses. We need you mostly to do your fucking job, not no. to. Once in a while, oh, he did do a, a good block. Nah, man. So you gotta go. And I and I'm no, nah, I don't hope you no, nah, I can't say that. Not at right tackle. You can't Not. be you can't be super so 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 good at right tackle. Mm-mm. And the effort, dude, like, did you see some of those plays, man? Like no, I'm gonna be honest. Like, like what are you like what are you doing? Like what barely you, anything. I'm gonna be honest. It it looked like your feet too slow. It looked like they come and when you react, they already gone. Yes. Like it just looked bad. Like yeah, yeah. I mean, it was it was ugly. Um, but you know, Matt was under, and, under pressure as usual most of the game. So yeah. I gotta say this: um, the Saints' offensive line, uh, kudos, man, <laughs> to keep up, man. To those dudes was looking like, man. I don't even know. They had probably them jerseys had to be pristine. Yeah, I don't even think they hit the ground. Them jerseys they ain't got green on them. They don't got grass. Those jerseys could be sold at auction for high price, man. Yeah. I, that that the Saints offensive line, I was impressed by. Yeah, and you look at the team stats; it's pretty easy to see why we lost. I mean, uh, the final score obviously was twenty-two uh, thirteen. I'm sorry, that was that was no, it's not the final score. The final score was thirty to twenty, but the uh, the first downs they had twenty-two to our thirteen. Uh, they had three hundred sixty-nine total yards to our two hundred fifty-seven. Uh, they ran 71 plays to our 48. Dude, they held the ball for almost twice as long as we did. Literally. Yep. 30, 39 minutes to our 20. Um, I mean, it was That's just – doing whatever you want to do. You were really in the show. Yeah. I mean, uh, they were 16 for 24 between Taysom Hill and uh, Simeon passing. Uh, Matt was 20 for 33. Uh, rushing yards, 195 to our 62. Kamara went off. He rushed. He he ran went the ball thirty off. times. I mean, uh, you know, it just it was. And like I said, the turnovers. I mean, you you take the turnovers out of it. I mean, Mike Davis had a bad day. You know, obviously yeah, those two fumbles. You know, mm-hmm. and that dude. Now I'll say this, and I'm not. Uh, he tweeted out that you know, uh, 
he basically just said, you know, he had a terrible day. It did not how he wanted to end the season, you know, whatever, and just took total, total, uh, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. He, he took total, uh, what's the word? Uh, ownership. Ownership. Thank you. Of, of the game. And, you know, then the tweets after that, like one was like, no shit, Sherlock. And like, that shit just drives me crazy, man. What are you, like, do you what, think what more do you want him to do? What, what do you think? Can he say? Right. right. Yeah. He's doing I, damn, a job and up. he sucked at it that day. Yeah. And he said just that. I was doing it. my job and I fucking suck today. So you can't be like, yeah, that's, damn, that's messed up. I just don't. No, we got to be better fans here to our I players. Do, I I'm not don't saying get it, man. I don't get it. We, I mean, we have to be better fans. We turn on our players so fast here. They can have a Man, I'm going to tell you something. I'm not saying Mike Davis is all of that. No, no, Mike no, no, Davis no. had a pretty good season, Um, especially, like, man, he did. He'd had a pretty good season for us, man. So, man, let's not. He had a bad game, which every nigga, you have a bad game. You, you have a bad day at Taco Bell when you making burritos you, you can't even do that shit right or like, <laughs> hey, like you can't even bag the groceries without having a bad day like you can't type at your keyboard like you have an attitude in in your cubicle so yeah. give everybody an opportunity to have a bad fucking day man <laughs> you know the, I mean it I, sucks but like do you think he walked up there going all right well fumble it twice a day i'm gonna yeah no dude he gives a hundred percent too he's one of those guys that you don't have to worry about like as far as effort goes yes i mean like he's going to step into he step in front of any 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 blitzing linebacker he's going to take on i yes. mean like he's he's you know i just that, that this pisses me off when i see people just dragging people when they're admitting or at least yeah you know like he's being he's he's taking accountability right yes his mistakes yeah so why what more do you expect that's a that's a mass a grown man move? He, he was here because we had no money to pay another running back, so he's here like he's our running back. So and he's from Atlanta. And wasn't he the so, uh, uh, man of the year nominee? Yeah, Walter Payton man of the year. We're not doing that yeah. to him. We're not. No way. The man of the year old, nominee man. for our team can have a bad game. Y'all gotta know we're not doing that to him. <laughs> no. Um, so like I said, Alvin had 30, uh, Kamara, 30 carries, Alvin went off, yards, yeah, almost five yards of carry. Um, Shit. yeah. And then our, I mean, Mike Davis had six uh, carries for 30 yards. Um, Cadre Allison had the one, one run for 19 yards. I don't know how he's not getting in the lineup more, but, um, uh, this season, cause he actually, for the season, he granted he had a lot less opportunities, but his yards per carry was a lot better than anybody else. But I mean, yes. I mean, you don't, you know, like, so we don't know, uh, what goes on there. As far as behind the scenes, um, Russell Gage had nine receptions, 126 yards. I got a pretty good day for him. I just want to interject. Um, I special thank you to Russell Gage, man. I I mean, dog, you, uh, I I was kind of made when I was, I made a kind of jokes earlier on this podcast about like, uh, it's a sad day when he's our main target and uh usually i would when he would say and i said shit like um it's a sad day when he our leading receiver or russell gage i'm telling you man russell gage came through for us this season like nobody's business man on third down he came through a lot of he made a lot of exciting big that's a he didn't seem like a skinny little he made a lot of big catches and exciting catches that uh even if he's not with atlanta man i really hope to see him with a team next year. I thought he earned a spot in the NFL this year. Uh, I want to apologize for those jokes, man. That dude 
really held us down and progressed our team forward, made big, big plays when we had nothing else. So I apologize for that. Shout out to Russell Gage. Yep, he stepped up big time. I mean, Calvin goes away, and all of a sudden you're thrusting in the number one yeah. position when you've just <laughs> been a third down um, type of receiver. Yeah. Hey, so he Man. was like a four or five, wasn't he? Before when he was all three, four, was... three, four, five. Yeah. I mean, like he was normally in a slot or, you know, like yeah. I said, a third down type of possession type guy, you know. I mean, a he possession was... receiver just yeah. became our primary receiver and kind of did his thing. He ain't Julio Jones or nothing, but right. y'all got to give Russell Gates some love. And it was, I mean, it was suck, man, because, you know, when Hill went down, Taysom Hill went down early in the game with that Liz Frank injury, I thought, okay, I mean, we beat Simeon the first time out. Nothing, he's nothing special. Mm -hmm. I thought that, so yeah. I thought, like, okay, we can actually, we get some offense going here. And we just, we just I mean, we couldn't. Uh, that was, I mean, you know, I don't think Pitts was uh, at 100%. Clearly he wasn't, I don't think, um, you know, from, from the, because, I mean, I think uh, they said that – or Arthur Smith said some guys wouldn't have played, you know, with that type of injury. And he was – you know, he wanted to. And, I mean, that's that's fine. I mean, he didn't he didn't end up breaking Dick's record, but that's not a – you know, mm -hmm. not the end of the world there. But, um, but man, just – other than McGarry, man, Deion Jones and Dante Fowler. Now, um, <clears throat> I'm going to tell you what is interesting, y'all. I just want to stop the podcast real quick. Um John, I have a note here um, for Dante Fowler. Like, I, you you got to get this. And uh, John, early on in the show, said, we, we got um, something about, like, we're going to have to get a linebacker. And I knew he wasn't. I knew who he was talking about because John been on this dude. And um, so two of our linebackers got to get this. And, and when me and John did not discuss this, so John had this idea and I had it separately then. <laughs> These dudes need to get it. So please continue, Johnny Ace. I, we love y'all, but some people got to get it. So let's get it. Yeah, so well, I've been saying for some weeks now, uh, and I think everybody, for the most part, has seen it on the field, that Dion man, just not – I mean, he's just not the same player. And I, whether it's a combination of I don't give a shit anymore or – I don't want, you know, I'm playing for my next contract. I don't want to get hurt. I don't know what it is, but man, some of the effort, it's just, you can't deny it now. Mm -hmm. Looking at some of the play, you, he's not the same dude. He's not flying around making those tackles. I think he was actually, uh, you know, I think he's second on our team this year in tackles, which kind of blew me away. Mm -hmm. But uh, the, just the effort, man, it's just not there. And I mean, and Dante Fowler, dude, I mean, We've been we've talked about him and nauseam. I mean, like he he's got all the tools you would think would make him a good pass rusher. That's what's mind blowing. But he's not. You know, yeah. it's just like there's no results to back that up. And you know, like I said, four and a half sacks on the year. Um, you know, and and uh, and he's, he's not he's an expensive four and a half sacks. No, yes. Um, I mean, big time. Um, I agree with John. I'm gonna tell you, John. I did not uh probably because just you know, man, fandom. I wasn't even viewing Deion Jones. I view him as Deion Jones all the right. time uh, until you said what you said. Then I'm start watching him. And again, uh, you watch, like John said, some of the effort. I'm not even saying you you hurt or nothing. You, some of the effort plays, you're like, man, Deion, that's what Deion do. Mm -hmm. So some that's like when he's cutting off, that's what he does. I'm like, he fly around the field and make all type of tackles. When uh, I feel like he gave up on some of those plays or he gave a half-ass effort. Mm -hmm. And he he could have got to the ball player. He didn't. Um, and I, but Dion even has a bit of my loyalty. So I can't give him too much. But Dante Fowler, man, let me tell you something, man. 
I never met you. That that is my Vic Beasley for you. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> um, I'm not being funny. It's so frustrating to watch a person that's you're you're tall, you're athletic, you're strong, you're fast, you have moves, you have everything, and you just don't get sacks. Every you have every skill, man. You would. I thought, man, when we got you, dog, I thought, man, now that's what we needed. That's really all what we need. And then, I mean, no production. And maybe you was learning a system and I'm speaking out of turn, but I don't think so. I yeah. think that they've overpaid you um, and your best days are behind you, sir. And you need, I hope you do film study. You need to do better, man, because we will have you next year and you need to, uh perform for what we paid you man that he's a he's my greatest disappointment of an atlanta falcon all season yeah i mean his um we can we can just go ahead and get into the, the pro football focus the grading for the week and this is per evan birchfield of the falcoholic um dante fowler 40.9 uh which is pretty par for the course uh deon jones 34.5 one of his worst of the year um Richie Grant, 66.2, wasn't in the game a whole lot. Mike Davis, 38.9, obviously, with the fumbles. Mm -hmm. um, Colby Gossett, who we talked about, was Mayfield's mm -hmm. uh, replacement, 57.6. So maybe a touch better. Yeah. You know, it's just, it, yeah. I guess the PFF is kind of, he, he wasn't good. Um, yeah. You know, as far as our top five guys on defense. It's like it's like doo-doo and doo-doo on bread. Pretty much, yeah. You're damned yeah. out of the way. Exactly. Uh, Sean Williams, 78.6. I thought Sean had a good day, actually. Yeah, a really um, good day. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Taquan Graham uh, got to start uh, mm -hmm. from our rookie out of Texas. I thought he had a pretty – he was 74.8. Uh, Darren Hall, I thought, had a good day, yeah, 74.4. I love it, yeah. Uh, Michael Walker, 73.6. I, I want to see – Michael Walker excites me. I want to see what yeah. he does next year. Yeah. Yes. Another year in the system. Uh, Deron He's Harmon. athletic as hell, man. Yeah. Yeah, I like I like him. Yeah, uh, and then Deron Harmon seventy two point seven uh, was the other one for uh, for the top five on defense. And then on offense, Russell Gage we talked about ninety point nine leading the uh, team. Russell, Aiden Hurst eighty four. A lot of that because of the the touchdown yeah. and everything. Uh, Matt Hennessy seventy five point nine, and Matt Ryan seventy point four. Matty Ice and Alavade Sakias at seventy point two. So um, you know it's. Kind of the same old, same old. Uh, we didn't mention Chris Listrom, but he was the only guard in the league this year to not allow one sack. How about that? Um, and then on the, on the other side of him, on the left guard, Jalen Mayfield allowed the most sacks. Wait a minute, <laughs> wait, 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 wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. We had the – wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Mike's head just Wait a minute, because I, I, I got to figure something out. Hold on for a minute. Are you telling me that we had damn near the 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 we had the offensive lineman who allowed the least amount of sacks and the offensive lineman who allowed the most amount of sacks? Well, at the, the guard position, yes. Yeah. Offensive line. Ah! Yeah. At the guard position. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, crazy. And then uh, also per Evan Burstfield, um, of the 19 rookie guards. Uh, that is a hell of a seesaw. Like, you got to know. Right. Where you know That is like, I'm sure, and oh, my God, I'm exactly. sure this is fucked up. Exactly. Like, that's crazy. Yep. 
I mean, uh, you know, as soon as Matt hikes the ball, he's got a side eye going to the left. No, hey, hey, listen, you know, he can't say it, but you know, like, because that's like, I'm sure he's going to do his thing, and I'm damn sure he's not. Yeah. Like, damn, that's crazy. Mm -hmm. That's an insane, damn. Yeah. Atlanta Falcons. Yeah. And, uh, and like I said, uh, this is Per Evan Birchfield of the 19 rookie guards, Jalen rated 17. I don't know who the 18th and 19th is. But was, that was damn. my question. That was my question. Yeah. And this is, like I said, this is just the PFF ranks, which can be, you know, they mm -hmm. don't tell the whole story there. Um, but no surprise, out of the 14 rookie tight ends, Kyle Pitts, number one. Um, he had over a thousand yards receiving this year, mm -hmm. so not too bad. Um, mm -hmm. And there were some other ones that's just not really worth uh, talking about. But uh, yeah, I mean, uh -huh. Yeah. Did you happen to pull uh, AJ's cornerback rank? Well, we just found out today, actually, that he is an all-pro. NFL made him an all-pro, as we thought they should have. That means the world. I mean, uh, John actually said, like, you didn't give him Pro Bowl, make that man all-pro, mm -hmm. and then still get it. Thank you. I told – hey, what did I tell y'all? John, get somebody fired. John, get somebody. <laughs> what did I tell y'all? What John says happens. I'm, oh, I'm telling you, we man, John is the Illuminati. <laughs> John and the Illuminati, man. I wish I could. I've had that kind of connection that I could do other stuff. I ain't <laughs> got that, man. He got that secret handshake, man. I tell you, man. Nah, he was, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, uh, as far as the season goes, I mean, the three, three picks, um, yeah, and I, I did a comparison because I, Fabian Moreau took a lot of shit this year from both of us and from yes. the fans in general, yes. right? Yeah. Because, and I think part of it was because AJ was doing so well. And part of it was because, you know, Fabian just, I mean, he's get if AJ's not seeing the ball thrown at him, then that's going to be the other guy. You're getting all of them. Yeah. So I looked at it both as a, as a whole. And uh, the eight, the completion percentage on AJ was 50%, which is outstanding. Okay. Um, the per completion percentage on Fabian, 62.5. So not, obviously not as good, but not like, yeah. oh, my it's God. Not, yeah. yeah. I would have thought it was worse. So total yards allowed. Total yards allowed by AJ was 218. Total of yards allowed by Fabian was 404, so almost double there. So, okay, okay, okay. Uh, and then uh, AJ had a three picks, Fabian had zero, which is uh, kind of sucks because you like to have your corners at least picking off yeah. a few balls every year. Um, so you know, I, I, I take that for what it's worth. I mean, maybe he's a guy who comes back in year two and is. You know, I don't know. Just, I, you, you don't know. I, I, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not ready to throw him out yet. But uh, I'll be honest, man. Uh, him and uh, Harmon, I, I, uh, him, Harmon, and Hall, I bring back, bro. I'm be yeah. honest. I, I like to learn because uh, I think a, a, a lot of defense is learning the system mm -hmm. and uh, not giving them an excuse. Anybody, but uh, young players struggle more with learning the system. So maybe yeah. year two, like. John said we see something different, but I like those three guys. I thought they got their ass burnt a lot this year, but maybe you need to get burnt to learn. Oh, I got, I got to, I'm supposed to be here instead of there. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, we heard all, all year long that from peace uh, that, you know, Richie Grant had a hard time kind of grasping the playbook and they got, he got a little bit more playing time. He, he was inconsistent. Like you kind of expect some defensive players to be. Mm -hmm. um, so uh, I would like to see a big jump from him in, in year mm -hmm. two. Mm -hmm. I hope his ass is in the playbook all season, all mm -hmm. off season, trying to figure, mm -hmm. you know, trying to get more 
comfortable with it. Yeah. I think he's got the potential to be good. Um, you know, and you'd like to not have one less thing you have to worry about to fill. Yeah. You know, <clears throat> um, so I think he has, and you know, John has believed in Richie Grant since day one. I just yeah. want to say, don't that let me down, know. Richie. Don't let me down, though. Yeah. Don't let him down. You can go um, back on the podcast and see. Yeah. I mean, and looking at, like I said, the yearly, I mean, uh, Aluakon obviously led the league in tackles, uh, 100 and I believe 92. Yep. Uh, 102 solos. Uh, Deion Jones, 137 total tackles, 87 solos. Uh, Grady Jarrett with 12 QB hits, which is, I mean, for even for him to, I mean, that's pretty solid for. Man, he um, getting doubled. You got to remember. Yeah. I mean, the sacks, I'm, we already talked about yeah. that. Pathetic. Um, we got to turn up. I know, I know we had that streak of one turnover per game for however yeah. long, but we got to, we got to actually, we got to stack those up, man. We yeah. got to, we got to be more of a turn. <laughs> Turnover team because that's you know that's because they help our and, offense out and score on some of them. Yeah, exactly. Um, offensive side man Zach, Matt was sacked forty times, which was the sixth most actually. Uh, now he was hit more than anybody. He was hit 84, 84 times uh, or eighty five, uh, which is by far the most. Uh, but uh, Burrow was sacked fifty one times. Tannehill forty seven. Uh, Zach Wilson forty four and. Baker was sacked 43 and David Carr 40. So, I mean, sacks. I think that that's a credit to Matt actually getting rid, throwing some of those bad passes, like getting rid of the ball. Right. <laughs> yeah. Like, you, you know what I mean? You know, those passes we criticize. I think mm -hmm. that's some of that. He would be the most sacked quarterback if he didn't make some of those throws. Yeah. Matt on the year, uh, 3,968 yards. Uh, Almost. Oh, almost, almost 4,000. Shit. Yep. He's right there. Um, and he had, what was it? I think, yeah, 67% completion percentage. Um, damn good. So, I mean, he's, in a, with that offensive line. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, how many touchdowns, John? Uh, where was the touchdowns? He had, I just lost it. Where'd he go? He was right. 18 touch. This uh, that was yeah. I mean, actually, you know, what was impressive was uh, I'm looking at inside of 20. Mm -hmm. So in the red zone, he had 18 touchdowns and zero picks. That's you got to give it up. Yeah. So Matt, yeah. I wouldn't have. I'm gonna be honest. That wasn't glaring uh, visibly. So I wouldn't have known. You remember when we said the team didn't improve in the red zone? Right. Matt did. The team didn't. Yeah. Matt actually. Damn. That's 18 and zero. Mm-hmm. Hey, that shit. All right, man. With the play calling, I guess. Exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, the play calling had a lot to do with it. I mean, because and that I gotta say again, the Saints game, the y'all the Hayden Hurst pass. Mm -hmm. Matt, cheese. That yeah. to put that ball away, Matt Ryan, man. Yeah. Matty Ice. Yeah. Um overall, though, as a team, man, it just it goes to show how the year went. I mean, we were 29th in points. Uh, I'm sorry, 26th ranked offense, 29th in total yards, uh, 25th in turnovers, 27th in fumbles lost, 28th in uh, first downs. Um, I mean, rushing, we were 29th in attempts. We were 31st in yards. We were 27th in TDs. We were 30th in yards per carry. Uh, on defense, we were 29th on points allowed, 26th on yards allowed. Uh, I mean, 28th in first downs allowed, 26th in touchdowns allowed, 20th in INTs allowed. 
I mean, 30th against the rushing, I'm sorry, 27 and rushing yards allowed. I mean, it's just. We are damn near last in every category. We are in the bottom five in almost every category, almost every category. So you, you can't, I mean, that's why I, I, it's, it's a combination of obviously young players, not a lot of talent and how people still throw the blame at Matt blows my mind because mm -hmm. it's it's a team sport, man. And these when are John these just are, said these are team these, rankings. Yes, those are team rankings. Y'all remember that, man. This is a team sport, man. Y'all cannot though. John just read you the 10. John, uh Matt Ryan does not rush the court. He don't get intercept. Imagine Matt Ryan playing cornerback. Man. <laughs> he don't get interceptions. You can uh, – he doesn't contribute to um, other numbers. And a big number, too, man, I thought that was telling is we were 30th and third down percentage on defense. That's unacceptable. That, like, that's almost damn near every third down the, the people get hit. Like, no. Yeah, I mean, you damn, can't allow yeah, – No, I believe that, though, because it was a yeah. lot of – I bear for uh, – I believe that the feeling I have as the game goes on comes from that third down. Because mm -hmm. I – it's it does something to me. Every third down, somebody get you think shit. They start right. getting frustrated. So that's how I can gauge the type of game. Yep. And we we talked about CP uh, being important to the offense. He had um, 618 rushing yards, uh, mm -hmm. averaged. Uh, yeah, yeah. He averaged about I think it was about four yards a carry, uh, and he had 52 receptions for 548 yards uh, receiving. So good. yeah, so not not too shabby. Like I said, I mean he was used both. I mean, quite often on both. Um, and then Mike Davis second with 138 attempts, 503 yards. So not, you know, pretty below. I mean, I guess you could say below average year. I mean, but, and then I, I, we mentioned Quadri Allison as well. He only had, uh, was it 21 attempts, but he had 105 yards. Like I said, I mean, I, I maybe, I don't know. I don't know that he's the answer running back, but maybe he gets mm -hmm. a better, more of a shot next year than, mm -hmm. you know, than this year. Because they, they that's also a position they could address later in the draft, um, as possible. Mm -hmm. Um, which we'll get into draft talk down the road. Um, but yeah, I mean, like I said, as a whole, man, I mean, that's just kind of we weren't a good team. I mean, we we want we beat some bad teams. Um, we made mm -hmm. some plays against some bad teams. The good teams took it to us pretty well. I mean, we competed with a few of them for a little while, but at, you know, in this league, man, the talent eventually is going to win out mm -hmm. unless you just happen to come up with some just, you know, really timely turnovers or something like that that's going to, you know, turn the game. Um, but, you know, I mean, we – I think we're I, – I, I ran a poll on our Facebook group about mm -hmm. how, how would you grade Arthur Smith this year, A, B, C, D, E, F. Okay. And uh, – well, not E because E doesn't exist. Mm -hmm. Um and pretty much everybody said B. I mean, that was that was the I would agree. That was the part. You know, I mean, there was a few. There was like a C, I think, and I don't. Maybe one person said an A uh, because of the you know the team. Yeah, yeah the yeah. team. Um, and I, I'd agree with the B. I mean, I I didn't think is there was definitely some questionable play calling in some instances. But I mean, you look at the at the talent, the roster that he had to work with. I mean, not making excuses. It just is what it is. That's just a fact. I That's mean, just there's a bad roster. That, it's just a fact. It's a bad roster. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I'm not going to hate on somebody. I'm not, and you can't make it. As, I saw a tweet saying, fire, you can't fire a coach after year one. He hasn't had time to do literally anything. No, like so, literally anything. I mean, and, like, unless a coach like does something off the field so egregious that you can't, 
stand it. Mm-hmm. Then you, fi- but like on the field, yeah. I mean, like there was nothing that said to me that this guy needed to go. I mean, I, no. I want to see, I want to see these two guys, him and Fontenot. I want to see a draft put together. I mean, clearly we got holes, but I'm, I'm kind of excited. I mean, I, I'm, you know, I, I'm, there's, I there's, there's, there, there's not a shortage of things for us to talk about this off season. And I'm gonna be honest. Uh, I wanted to beat the Saints. I, thought, uh, I, I hate the Saints. Um, you know that rivalry, but. Mm-hmm. I said this, as long as we play hard, if we lost, I wouldn't be mad because the last game in the draft. Yeah. I like I, it did it. So we moved. I still wanted to beat the Saints. I don't want to throw the game, but if we lose, we got another position in the draft. Uh and what was so damn funny, not to cut you off. Yeah. So they won, they thinking they're going to the playoffs because 49ers are losing. Love what it. the 49ers do. They come Love. back, go into overtime, yeah. win the game. And dude, there's videos of the fans got Saints fans going nuts. Yeah, and then there's a video of after the game at 49ers Club, and they're just yeah. all standing around like long. Love it, yeah, made my, exactly. made my day. I made love my it. Day. I, yeah. I didn't care that. I mean, I, I wanted to wanted to lose. I'm but gonna I was tell like, you something uh, <clears throat> that blew my mind. Uh, this who uh, that dude from the Saints did the Dirty Bird. I thought that was disrespectful as hell. You know what I mean? One dude went over and like punched the logo, like kick and yeah. punch the logo. I thought that was. I thought that was. I think. Uh, I'm not even being funny. This is no jokes. I'm not Arthur Smith uh, and Arthur Blank should edit that shit and play it when we play the Saints. Mm-hmm. You don't. If not, you know, he did the Dirty Bird and punched the logo. A hey, next time we play, re, you remember what you did the last time. That's it, all it, I'm saying. Uh, you remember that shit? You 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 was disrespectful. You see, they didn't even put their name on the scoreboard. It was just visitors. Oh, seriously? Yeah. <laughs> the petty jabs continue. All right. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, um, but yeah. So, uh, oh, this, so there, there was there was a silver lining that they didn't make the playoffs. They they gonna be sitting right next to us watching everybody else play. Because you can't tell the story now. The story is only a great story when we say, "You remember when y'all when we beat y'all? Y'all thought y'all was gonna." Now it's no story. We both nope. sitting right at home. And uh, I gotta say this. Hey, if you if you beat us twice, you're going to the playoffs. But you couldn't yeah, do that. Yeah. Could beat us. It could beat us at home. So yeah. sorry. Yeah. yeah. So uh, and I wanted to add this in too, man. Um, I said this on one of the, our earlier shows. Uh, I love Matt Bryant. Love him. I thought because he was almost automatic. Cool is damn near automatic. <laughs> uh, cool Glad is the man, bro. Like he, I, I, every time he get up, I don't even get nervous no more. I'll be like, watch this. Like, it's like, I, the dude is a bad, that's a bad man, dog. I love that. I love my kicker, dog. I do too. And yeah. uh, he was, he did not miss an extra point this year, which is not a gimme anymore. Yeah, it's not. Uh, um, and he was 27 uh, for 30. I'm sorry, 27 for 29. Only missed two field goals. That's all, year all season. Yep. Two, and, and he kicked some from long, man. Yep. Cool got up, man. Cool is the man. We I love my new. I ain't want Matt Bryant to go. I'm like, ah, but he was getting older. I love this. Hey, where did they get him from? Because remember, they got it was somewhere weird, wasn't it? San Diego. They got him. I think, I think, I think, I think San Diego cut him. I think, I believe it was. San, okay, he was with yeah. San Diego. I, the dude is, uh, yeah, yeah, big fan of his, right? Yeah, and then real quick, um, our top, uh, offensive grade uh, for, for the season for pro football focus. 
uh, was Chris Listrom, 84.1, which no surprise. It's yeah. fantastic uh, pick there. Love uh, you, Chris. Yeah, and number one for defense, uh, shouldn't be a surprise, AJ Terrell, 83. Hey, so, Yeah, so that just real quick on that. Um, we did uh, – we signed two new players, man. We John. Signed, yeah. Did uh, did anybody else make all pro except for AJ? I just saw AJ. I haven't seen anybody else. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, so we signed two new players, both from the CFL. Uh, one, they're both kind of interesting. So one um, is he was a corner or is a corner. Um, I got to find his name. It is DeAndre Alford. And he says this is an all star corner in the CFL. Um, apparently, he was the most, according to this article, the most sought after corner from that league. Um, so we'll see. I mean, like the, the CFL has a new. Uh, they have a new, I guess, agreement with the NFL. They can remain under contract with their team in case it doesn't work out with the NFL. So, like, they can go make sure their shit's together, and then if they don't make it, then they come back. Yeah, okay. So, um, yeah. So, anyway, he's uh, he was he went to Division II school, uh, Tusculum University. He's 5'11", 175 pounds, so not a big guy. Um, but if he's gonna be a if he's gonna be a cheap option to come in and give it a shot, hey, that's I'll what I'm, I'm saying. Yeah, right. Uh, the one that intrigues me now is okay. uh, is the receiver. We took Bray, uh, Braden Linias. I guess that's how you say it, Linias Linias. Um, he went to he was a former Husky. Went to Washington University. The dude is six foot five, two hundred and thirty pounds. So and what is the oh we, I gotta see it now. You now you seen him play. I haven't seen anything. I was gonna, I was gonna see, try to pull up some stuff on YouTube from uh, CFL days to see what it looks like. Now you actually but, uh, chose in uh, correct order. What do you in mean? The draft? Is this your mock draft? Oh no, no, no! This is two guys we just signed yesterday, or day before yesterday. Oh, oh! Yeah. I thought you. So we already got them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. These are oh, these are guys from these are guys from the Canadian Football League. So we got we got the big receiver already. And, well, and if he, I mean, there's got to be a reason he's in the Canadian football league. I, and, I get what you say. You know Johnny Yates with the slick jab. Well, <laughs> Yates with the slick. John, you say, hey, hey, this is what John does. When I tell you, he curves my excitement, no matter what it is. John, and I, as I get gung ho, we gonna win the Super Bowl. John say, hold on, reel it in, reel it in. It's the Falcons. Like now, I get you. See how excited I just got, and John, there's got to be a reason he's in the Canadian football. <laughs> Oh man! Well, I mean, there is. Yeah, I mean, like, there's a lot of six foot five guys out there, but not all of them playing yeah. NFL. Um, but right, I mean, so. But the the point is, we obviously have a needed receiver. It could be That's a big need. Cool. That's pretty if, cool. If, if if really doesn't come back, so we'll see. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's just two guys. I mean, they may not even be on. They may not even make the team next year. But it'll be something for now, us to uh, to watch out for. Now, Johnny Yates, did mm -hmm. you did you do a mock draft? I did. I did. I've done a couple. Yeah. Is it um, in the correct order? Like it is yeah. in the actual Well, no, 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 order? not not since I did one when we had like the uh, eighth or ninth pick, I think. Okay. No, no, no. I'm sorry. I'm, I think it's, we have we have the eighth pick. I did it when we had the eleventh pick. So. Okay. Yeah. So it's, I'll do. I'll redo another one and. We'll... No, you gotta you gotta bring that on in actual order and see who we could really possibly might get. You gotta do yeah. one. I'll do yeah. that. I like the first one I did, but um, we'll, we'll yeah we'll do it with a new order and see. You know who you so, do you remember who you drafted in the first one? Well, it was right after um, 
it was right after like the the talk about Sauce Gardner at, at Cincinnati was picking up, and then I mean, you told me about him. Yeah, okay. yeah, and so but he declared, and they they rated him as the fifth highest corner, which kind of surprised me because he's damn good. But there are some good corners coming out. Derek Stingley from LSU, okay. which Chris can tell you all about. He's going to be number one corner. Um, it just depends on which direction they go. I, I just did it just for the hell of it to look and see yeah, what it would yeah, look like if yeah. we took a corner, like what pass rusher would be there in the second round type of thing. Okay, I and got that's you. When I, yeah, and so when I, I picked Gardner first with our first pick, and then I had uh, Christian Harris from Alabama with the second pick. So, can you go through seven rounds? Yeah, you can do all rounds. Yep. So you got to do at least three, buddy, to see to and bring it on the show and see who we in proper order. That is yeah, dope. I do that. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, that's awesome. And before we got out of here today, um, real quick, the schedule of our opponents for next year. So other than our individual uh, opponents, which we all know, our home schedule is going to be not easy. We have the Arizona Cardinals coming in. We've got the San Francisco Ooh. 49ers coming in. We've got the Cleveland, yeah, Cleveland Browns coming in. The Great. That's going to be exciting. Yep. Pittsburgh Steelers. Chicago Bears and San Diego Chargers. So we got a tough home we ride got, next year. Yeah, the Cardinals, the Chargers. Ooh, that's a good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now the the road doesn't get much easier. Um, we are going to Baltimore. We are going to Cincinnati. We are going to LA to play the Rams. We're going to Seattle. Oh, and yeah, and we're going to Washington. We're going to play the Redskins. Mm-hmm. Or, what, or, or their, their new team, their, their new name will be revealed on February 2nd, so I'm told. I will be at that game. I will be at – when they play the Redskins, we always go. So, yeah. Yeah, so um, – I wonder what they're going to Washington. Oh, that's going to be really yeah. cubes. Yeah, so it's going to be a tough ride, man. So, whoever – we could be in for a kind of similar season. Yeah. Now, John, just off the cuff, before the draft, before free agency, before you know what Matt going to do, just off – the Dolph, the, your gut feeling, what's our record next season? Yeah, I don't even, I mean, <laughs> I don't even know what to, because there's, there's, so, there's so many variables, right? right. Yeah, yeah, you can't even, I, I can't, can't even, even tell you. Just looking at the pure strength of these teams and knowing what we have, mm -hmm. um, it doesn't look great. Um, yeah. Because, I mean, honestly, I mean, like. I'm going to say undefeated. Of course you are. Of course you are. I'm out of my falcon mind, ladies and gentlemen. I'm gonna say three and fifteen. No, I mean, um, I right. out um, of my falcon mind. Yeah, we'll talk about that more once we got an actual roster set full of players. Yeah. Um, but yeah, dude, I, it's just gonna be a tough one. I mean, like I said, I, I don't, I don't think fans need to think that we're uh, gonna make a run next year. I think need is to to be ready for a little bit more pain, but some more growth. I think. Mm -hmm. um, and if you look at the roster, you should expect that to be the case anyway. Mm -hmm. um, but, you know, um, anyway, man, so that pretty much closes out the show. Um, Johnny Yates. Yes. Here we go. Um, in the theme of this football season, underrated, overrated. The, the theme of the Atlanta Falcons season we just played, uh, Let's do it. I want to do underrated. All right, go ahead. Uh, um, I want to do offensive lines. That was mine for the season. I think mm -hmm. that um, I, I really thought about it. And I thought about I think Matt Ryan and the Atlanta Falcons have taught me that not that I ever will have a football team, that the most important piece of a football team is the offensive line. You cannot 
nothing else. You can't run, you can't pass, nothing else goes without your offensive line. Um, and we don't, I think a lot of quarterbacks we give credit to and we think are amazing, mm -hmm. are, are really mediocre talent with an offense, with a great offensive line. And a lot of quarterbacks that we think are shitty are really dope quarterbacks with a shitty offensive line. You know, so I just think offensive line are really underrated and they don't get credit when they do good. You don't, you won't know about them. Uh, offensive line is so important, man. Offensive yeah. line is my Definitely, opinion. definitely. Um, I have put zero thought into this. So with, over, with overrated, I'm going to go with, um, and just because from a national standpoint, you hear the commentators every week talking so like, uh, Deion Jones overrated because every week they're like, oh, there's Deion Jones. I'm like, y'all no. haven't, haven't watched all year long. Yes. Like no, he makes yes. one tackle and they're like, and they just start. Deion just, Jones, amazing. Like throwing yeah. bouquets of flowers and I'm like, that's the first tackle he's made in three weeks. Yeah. Like, or no, the first, yeah. like, I mean, so, you know, that's that's not fair. He was second in our team in tackles. But just like I said, I we watched every game. We watched every yeah. snap. Every so snap just, of every game, yep. It's just, uh, I mean, yeah, it, it, from a national standpoint. I got to ask you something, John. Yeah. Do you, what you see in Deion Jones, do you believe is is fixable or you think it's it's like one of those over the hill things? I don't, I, I don't know. This, I don't think he's over the hill. I think he, I think he just wants out. I don't think he wants, I don't think he wants to. Oh. Because to me, like I said, if, if it's an effort thing, like which it kind of looks like it is in some, in a lot of mm -hmm. cases. Maybe he just doesn't want to play on this in this type yeah. of defense. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you know, I mean, he's not like he's not a signal caller anymore. Yeah. Um, you know, so may, or maybe it was. I don't know. Uh, it's it's hard to tell. Like I said, I said a few shows ago. I hate to, I hate to get on somebody's effort because you don't really. I mean, mm -hmm. you're in. in a, he, he clearly he's making plays occasionally, but there are definitely plays where you can tell that he just took it off. Even if you're his biggest fan, you can you got to be real and say he yeah. took it off. Right. Um, so, guys, a little bit of business for uh, for getting in touch with us. You can email us at atlfalconfancast at gmail.com. You can follow us at Out of Your Falcon Mind on Instagram. You can follow us on Twitter at Out of Your F and Mind. Everybody's got uh, David Walker, DW, uh, some of you might know from the Falcon. Uh, his life of, you know pain and torture and we'll get into we'll get into a lot with him so looking forward to that um but uh yeah i mean i gotta he, check that out man he understands the culture he understands what it's like and what you know what how how much liquor you have to have every sunday <laughs> to get through it yeah. um but uh yeah man and uh like i said this being our last review show uh episode 24 uh just a huge appreciation to everybody who's taking the time to listen to us, tell your friends about us, like us, follow us, uh, leave us ratings, um, every bit of it. I mean, you know, we, like I said, we uh, think we're getting better every episode for the most yeah. part. Yes. And uh, definitely getting more comfortable with it. So, yeah. um, you know, I mean, we, but we couldn't and we wouldn't keep doing it if our, if our listenership was yeah crap so it's it's, it's <laughs> if it was just our grandma and our, right. and and our friend um i want to say this though uh to piggy six uh five or six yes yeah, five six yeah. um and uh we had a blast and you know early struggles with the technology and the equipment uh we are old going, yes yes you know <laughs> uh just going through it learning uh adding different things to the show uh 
we like John said, we got more comfortable, uh, got more listeners, got more family to join the podcast. Uh, this has been a great ride, man. And uh, I love y'all for that. Every review, every question, every comment. Uh, this was a great season. We had fun this season. I think that's yeah, what we, that's the first thing we said was we was going to create dope ass group of just building on that at this point. Yeah, those we got were great. I mean, great man yeah mm-hmm. um all people was cool shit um and activity out there man we just want to be enough. positive and and have a good time of course we're going to hold our team accountable uh yeah. when we need to and but i mean we had yeah. a black man we had, and they had fun with us but uh but also yeah y'all gotta give appreciation to johnny yates i don't do let me tell you something i am in my mind like i'm 72 when it comes to the internet okay <laughs> So I literally just learned how to FaceTime last year. <laughs> okay. So I know how to check. So y'all got John is doing uh y'all soon or is it look like it's jumping out of the screen, John deposing, shit like that. It's dissipation is what men don't podcast, but man, we already uh first season of doing this, we already said we was gonna we will not be stopping we'll just be the first of our guests that we're gonna have on we're gonna have on some other guys clean we're scheduled to do that on friday if anything changes, we'll uh, let everybody know yeah. but um yeah so uh i hope everybody has this was this tuesday like i said yeah so everybody have a good rest of the week we'll catch y'all on friday again cannot thank 